0: Hello and welcome back to the fourth ever recorded episode of the Good, the Bad, the Reality Podcast. My name is Dakota Pooley and as per usual, I'm going to be your host for today's episode. And I'm really excited to to jump into the topic that I have for you for today. But first off, I want to start by introducing an exciting guest that I have here with me right now. Um, he has been a lifelong friend that's been a little bit more than a friend, uh, but we'll hop into that a little bit more later. Um, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: My name is Don Stab.
0: Don Stab. okay, would you like to tell them why you're here with me today? Do you even know why you're here with me today?
1: I was drugged into it.
0: <laughs> so this was a little last minute thing because I have no friends, and this nice man is my fiance so he's the only person i'm ever around so he gets stuck into the stuff with me so um the reason that you're here is because uh we're going to talk to my listeners the main topic of my podcast channel is the fact that i'm pregnant which you know the fact that we're engaged which you also know both news to me oh my gosh how funny are you (laughs) (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha Um, and the fact that I am in college and getting ready to graduate college and so far everything that I have told my listeners has been from a woman's point of view and so I would love to offer them, um, something from a man's point of view just for them to kind of see like how you think and kind of how you feel about certain things. Um, so the first thing that I want to talk about is our engagement. So would you like to tell them how you proposed to me? And kind of what went into that?
1: At our baby's gender reveal, the whole plan was supposed to be is we had a whole video that I made and had all of our family's reactions in it with ultrasound pictures.
0: It was a really good video, by the way. I would just like to throw that out there. It was like the best video I think I've ever seen. And not just because it was about... Our kid, but just because it was a very well-made video. He's pretty talented, what can I say?
1: But we ran into some technical difficulties.
0: Would you like to explain what those were?
1: Um, Last minute, went out and bought a brand new projector the morning of the gender reveal. Tested it out twice. Worked fine. Brought it out to the field where we were shooting off a firework. And it did not work.
0: Yeah, and that was a major bummer because he had spent so many hours working on this video to show at the gender reveal, and I thought it was just for the gender reveal, but there was more to it.
1: So, the original plan was to play through all of our family's reactions, and there was a countdown at the end of the video. My brother and her her brother were (laughs) (laughs) were supposed to set the firework off as the countdown was happening. But with the projector not working, um, we ended up just lighting the firework off.
0: And I just want to say, the projector had, like, a whole surgical crew trying to work on it. There was probably, what, 15 people trying to work on this projector to get it to work. And it was just fate. It was not happening. If there was a moment where Jesus said no, it was then and there. (laughs) And it was very sad. that's
1: true. But, as the fireworks went off, we seen the color. That's when I pulled the ring out and dropped to the knee.
0: Oh, man. And that was a crazy time, wasn't it? Very I don't think anybody knew, did they?
1: Oh, uh, my dad, my brother.
0: And that's it? That's it. See, and it's good that you did it that way. Do you know why? Why? Because then it really kind of took the fact that nobody was going to tell me into big consideration. Because, fun fact, he had given me a promise ring a couple years ago. We've been together for six years now. And I was told that he was going to give me a promise ring on the way... For him to give me the promise ring. So we learned very quick not to trust people with big life event secrets because that's when stuff goes wrong. Right? Yes. So how long did uh, it take you to come up with this idea? Were you nervous? What were you feeling (sighs) being in front of all those people? There was probably like 30 or 40 people that you did this in front of. How did that make you feel?
1: Um, I was nervous.
0: You were nervous?
1: Just for the simple fact. I did not know how you were, you was going to react.
0: I'm nervous about that. Um, did you ever think to yourself that I was going to say no? No. Okay, well that's good because I did, I did. <laughs> Actually, do you want to tell them what you didn't ask me?
1: The question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he proposed to me, and he never asked me if I would marry him.
1: <laughs> out here, just dogging on me they, I guess. But I,
0: I, I said yes. <laughs> I said yes I, I he asked me the question after the fact that he proposed
1: and partially do because we got bombarded by people
0: yeah to say our family was uh, happy and excited is a very very large understatement yeah um was it a process for you to plan out how to Uh, do the engagement was it something that took you a long time to do and did you think that wedding planning was going to be a really big hard process or did you not think about that beforehand
1: well the engagement idea Uh took me about as long as it took to make the video
0: that was like a month
1: yeah because i was trying to figure out the best way possible to do it
0: oh so you had it planned for a while yeah Oh, my gosh. And another really fun fact is my fiancé cannot keep a secret to save his life.
1: Hell no.
0: He kept this a very good secret. Very good secret. And he kept something else (laughs) a secret for a long time, but we'll get into that in a minute. So, um, I just kind of want to talk about, like, wedding planning and how you feel about that from a man's perspective. Is it a big deal to you?
1: Um... Personally, I don't think as much needs to, emotionally wise, needs to be thrown into it with attitudes. It might just be because I've DJed so many weddings, so I know the ins and outs of weddings. Mm-hmm. I know the whole schedule to a wedding. Mm hmm. That might have a lot to do with it. I just don't see why people get so bent out of shape over it.
0: They do get bent out of shape over it. And I have been on a couple of different bachelorette trips where people go haywire. So what is your opinion on men going to strip clubs at their bachelor parties? And I need your honest opinion, not just because you're my fiancé, but just an honest man's opinion on strip clubs and bachelor parties.
1: Honestly. I mean, and if they want to go out and do that, so be it. It's not my cup of tea. Personally, I've heard that strip clubs smell nasty, and they kind of <laughs> give weird vibes, so... I'm not trying to go sit down and have some crusty girl come all up on me, and have some old creepy dude stare at me and dropping things at people's drinks. Doesn't sound like a good time to me, by all means, so...
0: Well, and you also need to redeem yourself and say that you would not do that. Oh, well, I just kind
1: of thought that was included. (laughs) It didn't sound like it was a good idea to me.
0: No, I don't think it's a good idea either. Do you think that um, men going to strip clubs at their bachelor party is something that's more common than we know? Or do you think that's kind of a thing of the past now?
1: I'd say it's probably kind of a thing of the past. I feel like... I've heard a lot of guys going on just weekend trips down to the lake, or... I honestly think I've heard more girls go out and go big on um, bridal parties. Like rather than...
0: Like going on big trips places? Yeah, like, you don't
1: I think all the guys I've known recently got married, they just kind of stuck close to home and kind of did something small with a little group of guys, and... See,
0: this is something that we haven't we haven't really discussed quite yet. Is what are you kind of planning for your bachelor party? I think I, don't know. I'm I think old and boring are now. Here. So old and boring. <laughs> We're twenty two. Yeah,
1: we go to bed at nine o'clock. <laughs> That's
0: understandable, though. But like, if you weren't per se, quote unquote, old and boring, where where would you see yourself going for your bachelor party? Or what would you see yourself doing? Obviously not going to a strip club. Unacceptable.
1: Uh, I think personally, like a, a lake trip would be fun.
0: Like going fishing or something? Yeah. I think it would be fun. Like an thing.
1: EDM concert.
0: <laughs> EDM <laughs> concerts are pretty cool. I want to go to one of those. I really want to go to one of those. Um the last question that I have on this topic is what do you envision our wedding being like?
1: Smooth, fun. Yeah.
0: And what do you think? So, okay. So, uh one of the biggest things about wedding planning that that like women typically freak out about is the fact that like the decor isn't going to look right or the pictures aren't going to turn out right. What's the most important thing to you about our wedding that's going to happen aside from us actually getting married? Like, what is the most important aspect of the Making
1: sure that the loved ones we absolutely have to have there are there.
0: I think that's a really good point. I think that's a very good point. Yeah, we're going to have a very intimate wedding, I think, right? Yes. Okay, so... Moving on to the next topic that we have with this specific episode, I kind of wanted to kind of touch on everything just because um, I would love to have you on more episodes of this podcast. Um, but I just kind of want to give my listeners a little uh, tidbit of everything that I've talked to them so far, but I want to give it to them from a man's perspective. So the next thing that we are going to talk about is what it's like Knowing that you're going to be a dad. This is something that I've been so excited to talk (laughs) about because I have mentioned a lot about being pregnant. Because it's kind of the biggest thing that's ever happened in my life. And I think it's kind of the biggest thing that's ever happened in yours. But I just kind of want um, you to explain kind of like what you feel and how you felt when I told you. Because telling you was such a nerve-wracking thing. Even though we've been together for so long, I could not imagine It being like a two-month thing and then me having to tell you that I'm pregnant after two months. Oh my gosh. (sighs) Almost six years was crazy enough. But um, I just want to get your perspective on what you felt whenever I told you and kind of how you reacted. Because your reaction was pretty good.
1: So we'll start off with what I thought when you first told me was no way.
0: I think I kind of thought that too and the reason I thought that is because whenever you first find out you're pregnant it's not like oh it's not like you know it's like you find out and it's not like your body feels like it changes at all in that moment and so for me it was the same thing I literally had to take like five tests didn't I yeah it yeah it was crazy but like how did you react after I kind of brought everything in and told you
1: I still was in shock. First thing I wanted to do was call my mom and dad, but I know it couldn't.
0: Oh my gosh, not something else that we need to tell them. Okay, so we made the personal choice not to tell anybody about our pregnancy until three months in because we wanted to make sure that our pregnancy was viable, our child was okay, everything was growing right, and that our little guy actually was in there, um... Because that's kind of important whenever you go tell everybody that you're pregnant. And so, how was it for you trying to keep that a secret from your parents? Especially because we still live with them. How was that for you?
1: Nerve-wracking.
0: Nerve-wracking? Yeah. Definitely
1: when they wanted to know why both of us wasn't drinking. And we had to come up with lies on why... Coda wasn't drinking, but I was drinking.
0: Oh my gosh. And something that I never told them was that I went on a bachelorette trip. How did you feel me going on a bachelorette trip to Nashville, Tennessee, which is six hours away from home while I was pregnant with a bunch of people that didn't know I was pregnant? How did you feel about that?
1: Uh, Nervous. Nervous? I was nervous that they were going to basically force you to at least take a shot
0: I would have told them before they said that, before they would have made me take a shot. Which
1: would have been ignorant if you had to do that. But.
0: but do you think that we were successful in keeping it a secret? Oh,
1: for sure. Nobody had a clue.
0: So what did you do mentally to prepare yourself in those beginning stages when it was just you and I that knew? What did you do to prepare yourself for? With that information, like, how did you go to work and, like, be around your uh, co-workers and not kind of freak out and tell them, or our friends, like, what did you feel?
1: Honestly, it might sound bad, but just don't like about it.
0: Oh my gosh, that was impossible <laughs> for me. That still is impossible for me. Oh, it was
1: pretty bad for me, too, but it's just if I don't think about it and I keep my mind on something else, I won't feel eager to talk about it.
0: Um, so... In doing that, um, after we told everybody, like, was it a relief to you? How did you feel, and and did it make you feel more prepared and ready for everything? It made it
1: more real that it was happening. Now we're actually telling people.
0: I guess another thing I need to ask you is what went through your head the first time we went in for an ultrasound?
1: I was just hoping if there was something in there. As said as baby, that everything was going to look fine, which did. I
0: would say, unfortunately, everything did look okay. Um, If there was one tip that you could give everybody, I know that you specifically researched a lot on what it's like to be a new dad and I know you struggled to find um information on it so what kind of tips would you give people that might be in the same boat as you that are looking for that information but are struggling to find it are there any creators that you found that have given you peace of mind and good advice or
1: dad verb on youtube but he does a lot of baby reviews on like strollers and monitors and and he's kind of like a techie guy he likes smart home stuff which i kind of geek out about too so that's cool but i also found definitely if you're a young father don't look up anything about becoming a new dad look up teen dad on what
0: platforms any platform and they just come up with a bunch of videos? Yeah, it's
1: because it's a lot more people around your age. If you just look up new dads, like people in their 40s having their first kid. Which no hate, but... <laughs> we're definitely I'm not in our 40s. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, once you finally started doing the research, looking up the videos, finding the creators, how did you feel about becoming a dad after that? Like, what were your emotions Oh, I was excited. You?
1: Head over heel, like, as soon as I found out
0: super super which kind
1: of sucks because the guys standard i guess Mm -hmm. is they don't really talk about it and it's not something you hear a lot of guys geek out about but personally i like to geek out about it because i am excited about it so i want to talk about it oh yeah and all of our doctor's appointments i want to brag about and
0: do you think that's probably one of the hardest parts about becoming a new dad? Is you want to share oh, the yeah. excitement? Everyone's
1: just lame as hell. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I totally understand that. So, what is um, one piece of advice up to this point? I know we haven't had our baby yet. But what is one piece of advice that you would offer a new dad that you are talking to? A first-time dad that's in the same boat as you. What is something that you could offer them? Whether it be how to help your pregnant spouse, how to prepare to be a dad, what videos to watch. Like, what is one big piece of advice that you could give our listeners to take away from this?
1: Um, if you are more interested in the keepsake and... Memory of everything in the very beginning, I highly suggest getting a fireproof safe with a um, flash drive with all your ultrasound pictures on it. Everything like that. If you record reactions of your parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, put that in there so you will have it forever. Um, another thing is... Mom will have motherly instincts so she tells you she needs something just go get it (laughs) it's so much easier
0: oh yeah and I can highly attest to that too and you've been very great about helping me through pregnancy and all honesty from a woman's perspective and point of view having a really good partner a good helpful partner really helps get through the struggle of pregnancy because being pregnant is not easy. It's an intense process. Your body goes through so many changes. But having a partner like yourself that's very willing to do everything in your power to help me feel good and feel comfortable at all times and to help me get up out of bed and just do all the normal things that I'm starting to struggle to do. Um just kind of gives me that peace of mind. It makes me feel a lot better. So That's one piece of advice that I have is to just pick a good partner to have a baby with because it's well worth it and you'll appreciate it in the future. Um, So the last topic that I kind of want to talk about and we're kind of running out of time on this episode, uh, but I just want to make sure that we touch on it because it's a really big part of our lives right now, not only mine but yours, is college. You did not go to college. My God. <laughs> and would you like to kind of elaborate why you decided to not go to college?
1: Seeing what you were paying for school, and I thought, hell no.
0: <laughs> yeah, school is really expensive, but we've been fortunate to make it fortunate enough to make it through university so far without taking out any student loans,
1: which is Amen. which
0: is wonderful, super wonderful. But um, so I guess something that I could ask you. Um, since you've kind of seen me throughout this entire college career that I've had, um, what is it like being the spouse of a person who is in college and is investing all this time and money into it and you're just kind of on the outside pushing me? What is that like for you? How does it make you feel? What do you think? Just kind of share that with us.
1: Are your teachers going to listen to this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying. Annoying. why would you
0: say annoying?
1: because you work a full-time job so I leave at four thirty in the morning don't get home till about five thirty six o'clock mm-hmm. sometimes later than that mm-hmm. then you work a full-time job while still going to school full time. you don't get home till almost six o'clock if not mm-hmm. later as soon as you get home I get to talk to you for all of. 15 minutes, and you're straight into homework until 11 o'clock at night while trying to grow a baby, yeah, which a... doesn't make me very happy, but we're almost done.
0: Yeah, we're almost done, and how does it make you feel that we're almost done?
1: God, I couldn't have came any faster.
0: <laughs> you know, and I think a lot of people have said that up to this point, because a lot of people feel like college, for me, has just drug, and I think part of that has to do with COVID, don't you? Do you think so? What was it like for you? whenever I had to come home for COVID. Like I loved it. You <laughs> enjoyed it? Yes. <laughs> it was pretty nice being home all the time, kind of having the luxury of um, being around you all the time. So you're excited about me being close to graduation? Very.
1: Now we can spend more of our time on focusing on relaxing and Hanging out with Lavin when he gets here. and.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, another question that I have, and this is probably going to be one of the last questions that I have on this specific topic, is I know you mentioned um, previously that it's annoying how much time I have to spend on homework because I do spend a very large amount of my time on homework and, and schoolwork and classwork and all that stuff. Um, how do you cope with that? Because my my time is spent a lot invested in focusing on getting my schoolwork done and kind of on school because we are spending so much money on it. So, how do you cope
1: with that? I keep myself busy until you crash. And that can range from playing on my phone to cleaning our room or cleaning our living room or rearranging things. Just staying busy while you're busy.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So... What would be one piece of advice that you could offer to someone else who's kind of in the same situation that we are? A couple that one spouse is in college or university and trying to get through school and the other one who's working full time or d- doing their other livelihood obligations. What would one piece of advice
1: Well, be- if you look, if you have in your future that you know you guys are going to have kids, you would me personally i pushed you so hard to finish school so that way our kids have a role model Mm -hmm. that went through schooling that Mm -hmm. they could look up to
0: oh yeah yep yeah if it wasn't for you i don't know if i'd still be in college quite frankly and part of that is just because it is so much work it is so much work and there's a lot of pressure in being a college student because there's a lot that you have to do. Not only do you have to do the schoolwork, but you have to show up all the time and you have to try and work. And it's it's a lot to handle. So, um, yeah, that'd probably be another good piece of advice that I would have is to make sure that you have a good partner. Because in a lot of this, and a lot of the big life events that we've talked about up to this point in this podcast is... Um, Having a good support system is what's going to get you through everything. Um, All the big life events, it's a lot easier to handle when you have a good partner to go through each situation with. So kind of as we wrap up this episode, um, I want to ask you, what is one big takeaway that you hope our listeners are able to gain from this episode, able to take with them as they go throughout their journey, um, as they go through college, as they become parents, as they get engaged. What is one piece of advice from a man's perspective that you could offer?
1: Life only gives you as much as you can handle.
0: I think that's a really good piece of advice.
1: So anytime you feel like it's too much, you can do it. There's always somebody out there that has it worse.
0: See, and I think that's something that people always kind of forget. Because I know I even kind of forget get, about that sometimes. You
1: get put in positions to do things a certain way.
0: Mm-hmm. In a certain yep. way, in a certain amount of time. And
1: yep.
0: Yep. They always say... Patience is key. They always say God gives all of his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. So, I guess we need to take that and just kind of run with it. Um, So, that is a wrap for this episode. I'm really excited and thankful that I got the opportunity to record this episode with my lovely fiance and I hope to continue doing this because it's been a good time, a good good getaway for us to hang out for a little bit and kind of talk about some of the important things that are happening in our lives together right now. Um I hope you were able to gain a lot from him because he's a very well-educated and very bright man and he is just the best partner ever so i hope that he was able to give you some advice that you'll be able to use um in the future whether you are a man a woman uh, whoever whatever you are i hope that you're able to take some of his advice some of my advice and use it in your life um next week we have another really interesting topic to talk about so i hope to see you then thank you (music) we <music>